Why make art during times of turmoil? Why make art in times of war? Why should you even be creative when it feels like the world is burning? Believe me, I know this feeling well. It's a helpless feeling, and it has been on my mind for the last four weeks, since February 24th, when the Russian military invaded Ukraine. Now, normally I endeavor to keep Creative Codex apolitical, to instead focus on the timeless stories of remarkable individuals, and I think we've been pretty successful at that, and it's what makes this show unique. But this war has affected me in a personal way, and to not say something about what I've been reflecting on would be disingenuous. I was born in Poland. Most of my extended family is still in Poland, a country that shares a border with Ukraine. Poland has taken in over 2 million Ukrainian refugees, mainly women and children, who've had to flee their homes or risk being killed by missiles and bombs. They've been arriving in Poland as they watch their cities burn behind them. I have close friends who currently have family still in Ukraine who refuse to leave their homes, some because they have nowhere else to go, others to stay and fight. I also have friends who currently live in Russia and feel powerless in the face of all of this, living under a regime they do not support and watching a war they did not ask for. It's an existential mess for anyone from Europe and even more so for anyone in Eastern Europe. It's caused me to reflect a lot about cultural identity, sovereignty, and on the topic at hand. When it feels like the world is burning, why should I make art? Why should you make art? Why should I make this podcast or any creative work in any medium under that vast umbrella that we call art? If I've been thinking about it, I'm certain some of you listening have as well. But if there's one thing I've learned from making Creative Codex over these last three years, it's this. Art transcends matter. Art navigates this ephemeral space between our inner world and the exterior world. And it has the potential to elicit the transformative experiences that give our lives meaning. It seems to communicate directly to the human spirit. And it is at times when the human spirit is in danger of being crushed and torn apart in times of great turmoil, in times of war, in those times that we need it most. It is not just a coping mechanism. It is a doorway to transcendence. It reminds us that we are more than death more than the pain and the destruction we see. The value and meaning of human experience isn't in the material world. It's not in the physical goods and objects. And it isn't in ideology, politics, or power. The value and meaning of human experience is in everything which cannot be quantified, everything which cannot be measured. It is our values, our philosophy, our sovereignty, it is our virtues, our individuality, our culture, our heritage, our memories, and our hopes and dreams. These things are what we must be reminded of, our mutual humanity. And it is precisely creative work, whether experienced as the creator or the audience, which brings us back to that flowing river, to replenish our spirit, to orient us amidst the chaos and the seemingly insurmountable challenges, did Emily Dickinson stop writing during the Civil War? No. Instead, her writing became darker as she read the accounts of the suffering of war, and her poems became more reflective on violence and death. 
Did Robert Johnson stop singing the blues while fellow black Southerners were being racially abused and even murdered? No, he toured juke joints in Mississippi, lifting the spirits of the people through music that came from the depths of his soul, blues music he wrote and recorded that would then one day influence countless rock and roll musicians decades later. In times of great turmoil, artists do not turn away from life. We turn toward it. We are the mirror by which the rest of humanity sees itself. And we are uniquely capable, sometimes too much so, of feeling the pain and suffering of others. But just as well, the triumph of the human spirit. There's countless stories like these of creative humans during times of great turmoil who had every reason to stop, but didn't. And not always because their livelihood depended on it, but because creative work offers a doorway to transcendence for both creator and audience. In a process of sublimation, art can sublimate pain and personal suffering into something else. Somewhere in that ephemeral space between our inner world and the exterior world, there is the potential for something greater. Take, for example, the case of the French composer, Olivier Messiaen. That's M-E-S-S-I-A-E-N. Olivier Messiaen was enlisted as a soldier in the French army during World War II, when, in June 1940, he was captured by the invading Nazi army and made a prisoner of war in a Nazi camp in what was then called Gorlitz, Germany. While the war raged in the neighboring cities and while trapped in these unimaginable circumstances, Messiaen felt compelled to write music. Messiaen was a pianist and an organist, and he discovered that in this Nazi POW camp, there were also three fellow musicians, a violinist, a cellist, and a clarinet player. Messiaen befriended them, and in the weeks that followed, he was able to acquire pencil and paper, and during his captivity, he wrote a 50-minute classical quartet chamber piece for clarinet, violin, cello, and piano. Messiaen debuted this piece, which he called the Quartet for the End of Time, in the prisoner of war camp on January 15, 1941, while hundreds of prisoners listened in stunned silence. It is still today considered one of the most important pieces of contemporary classical music. This is the music you've been listening to for the last two minutes, Messiaen's Quartet for the End of Time. Creative work is the time capsule of humanity. It tells our story for each new generation, and culture is made of the stories we tell. Your creative work is not only for the present society, your current audience. Your work, just as importantly, is for the future audience. The audience who, decades from now, will look back and say, what was that about? What were people experiencing and thinking and feeling then? It is precisely creative work, whether experienced as the creator or the audience, which brings us back to that flowing river to replenish our spirit, to orient us amidst the chaos and the seemingly insurmountable challenges. We live for and find meaning in the depth of our shared experiences, our mutual humanity. So if you ever feel like your inclination to be creative during a tumultuous time is selfish, if you ever think, 
And this is not the time for art. This is not the time for creative work. Think again. This is exactly the time. And you are needed more than ever. Thank you for listening. I'm currently hard at work on the next long-form narrative episode of Creative Codex. This one will be about one of the greatest surrealist artists of the 20th century, Leonor Fini. That's F-I-N-I. She was as prolific as Salvador Dali, her paintings were exhibited in every major city during her lifetime, and she was one of the most talked about artists in her day. Yet, she is virtually unknown today. I'm doing my part to change that. Leonor Finney will be Codex 30 of Creative Codex. Until next time, this is MJ Dorian signing off. And remember, if you ever think this is not the time for art, this is not the time for creative work, think again. This is exactly the time. And you are needed more than ever.